Richard, how can I grow my business if I'm just starting out and only have a handful of customers? How do I make use of my small customer base without feeling like I'm putting the pressure of business success in any of my communications with them? Wilfred, that's a, a common concern that consultants have, and there's two ways to address it. One is to be honest with your small group of customers and just say, listen, I, I just have a few customers and I would really like to do some work for them, but I don't want to make you feel pressured in, in working with me, but let me just tell you some of my ideas and I think you'll be excited about maybe working with me. So uh, being straight and forward with them is a good approach. The other is to just don't rely on a few. Get out and start doing your marketing. And the HMA system will show you a lot of ways to generate more clients. Uh, you want to have a, a handful of prospects all the time that are in your prospect file so that you're, you don't get burdened by having just a few. There's nothing more painful than your feeling when you just have a few clients. And so you want to get out and do some referrals from those clients. You want to see if any of them have businesses as customers and they could have you do a workshop for their customers. So you want to kind of use the HMA system. We've got a whole section of it devoted to how to grow and build your practice. Okay, here's a question from Indigo Wings of Misawa, Japan. Richard, how would you suggest a small but professional offline business begin to incorporate online marketing without high costs and hours spent of wading through the hype? Indigo, um, that's a great question, and uh, a lot of consultants are asking that, and businesses are asking that. In the HMA system, uh, we teach that everything done offline, marketing-wise, can be done online. And so it just depends on the situation of your client. Um, it, it might need to be that he just needs a little website, and it's a static website filled with information, and that's all that he requires. A lot of people have thought that the website is going to answer all of their marketing problems, and it's not. It's just another tool that can be used to deliver services and products just like advertising and offline marketing does. So uh, in the HMA system, we tell you to go to Elance. If you're not an expert, you can go to Elance and, uh, and find experts that are willing to do uh, projects that you can outsource them to. So you can find web designers and you can find e-commerce specialists. When you begin to uh, determine if the client is an e-commerce client, meaning that it's more than a website, that it's now actually selling product to the web and the Internet, now you're getting into an area where expertise is needed because there's marketing that needs to go on for search engine optimization. There's marketing that needs to go on for pay-per-click type of marketing. Those two things require investment. So just like an offline marketing system might require a couple of thousand, several thousand dollars a month to invest in advertising or to invest in database or to invest in alliances or community marketing or direct marketing, so it is on the web. If you've got a client that can sell products over the web, he's going to have to invest some serious dollars on a regular monthly basis on the web. To maximize success for him. Here's a question from Gary Jansen of Australia. Richard, how can I market my business for no or very little money? 
Gary, I'm assuming it's a marketing consulting business. If that's not the case, these ideas will probably still apply. But the best way to market your small business without any money is finding alliances and partnerships. These might be with people that you already have as customers. They can set you up with their customers. Uh, there's an alliance that can endorse you. So you want to find alliances and partnerships that can lead you to customers that you want and use and leverage that relationship. That's the best way to do it without any money. Okay, here's a question from Jim of Bettenfort, Iowa. Richard, do you think that there is a modest fortune to be made by taking over the marketing function of very small companies by beginning with the idea that you're only initially helping them with some modest advertising and or publicity short-term projects? If so, what guidelines could you provide for making the transition from being a short-term outside helper to becoming a formal or informal member of the business? Jim, that's an exciting concept to think about. And as a matter of fact, I've had a few clients that I've thought those very things about and one that I'm kind of working with now in that the opportunity is so great. They've got a lot of marketing assets that you've identified and they could grow significantly, but they're just not handling the marketing function really well. It's also a strategic decision that you kind of have to make as a consultant. Personally, I shy away from becoming a marketing fulfillment house, and so I stay on the front-end strategic execution of the HMA system. If I see that there's opportunities for more fulfillment, I'll outsource that with someone or a partner of some kind. However, the transition would be that you've implemented the system, you've been paid a fee, and you know that it's going to work and that it is working, that would be then a prospect that you would want to get more involved with if that's your strategic decision to do that. Okay, here's a question from Bill McLean of Melbourne, Australia. Richard, when speaking with a new client after reviewing his marketing plans, you establish that the shortcoming is within his own negative self-programming that continually sabotages his excellent plans with procrastination and poor decision-making and prioritizing action plans. How do you tell an ego-driven business owner that the problem is himself and shift him into a program that will change his perspective and approach with a results-based plan and actionable steps. My first response is you probably can't do it. In other words, he's probably not a prospect and not worth the time and the energy to do that. The, uh, the thing I have found works the best is to say thank you, uh, good luck to you, uh, maybe we'll check back together in a year. Then hopefully during a year, his ego's gotten him into enough trouble. He's, uh, he's continuing to have bad results in his business. He's continuing to get beat up by the marketplace. His competition's outperforming him. His customers are leaving him because of his ego and he's not paying attention to him. That's something that I would rather recommend you leave to the marketplace to help fix rather than you try to because then you're in another business. You're in a, you're in a uh, positive mental attitude consulting business and that's what you want to be in. That's fine, but, but I would rather and I would recommend you probably just leave him alone and uh, come back and revisit him after 
the marketplaces uh, because what you don't want to do is have him pay you for trying to get some marketing in place when he's got an anti-USP attitude, and that is it's going to kill everything that you do. Then you'll have an unhappy client. He'll probably want his money back, and it just gets into a, a bad relationship. You know, what we teach you in the HMA system is to go in and identify and pre-qualify someone like that because uh, what you probably would find out then by doing that is that you don't want to proceed working with them. Okay, here's a question from Jose Carlos out of Mexico. Richard, do your strategies apply to businesses in Mexico? Absolutely applies in Mexico, Jose. The same issues are down there as anywhere across the world, and that is how does a business um, set itself apart to its particular marketplace and get customers to come and do business with it, remain loyal, uh, buy more from it, and set up relationships with other businesses to build customers and to grow. So whether that's in the United States or Mexico, it's the same. Here's a question from Zach Hunt of the United States. Richard, what are the best ways to position yourself as an expert in your field? Zach, the best way to position yourself as an expert in the field, there's three things. One is provide some expert communication and maybe that's a workshop maybe it's a free workshop a free seminar uh, a free article that you write in the newspaper or a book that you might put together or some series of free reports that demonstrate your expertise and get it out there get it out there through some press releases get it out there through some local business organizations and you all of a sudden will become positioned as an expert if you don't want to do that then you have to position yourself as an expert one-on-one -on -one in front of your prospect and that's what the HMA system does is it teaches you how to set yourself apart how to position yourself as the expert because of the problems that you're going to solve for the client. Here's a question from Graham Perry of Middleborough, United Kingdom. What are your views, Richard, on the all-important subject of pricing? This is a crucial point to any business. Price too high and you'll never sell anything because you are pricing yourself out of the market. But on the other hand, if you aim too low, people will naturally think about the old saying that you only get what you pay for. Do you have any strategies or tips to get around this issue? Yes, Graham. The, the HMA system will teach you how to do that because... In the system, we teach you to look at each client individually, and the price that you want to set on each step of the marketing system depends on, A, the value that you've been able to demonstrate for that client, and B, the time and energy that you know it's going to take you to accomplish. And that's why we ask you to price only by project and not by the hour or anything like that because that way you can demonstrate the value and then his ability to pay becomes a critical issue. So in the opportunity analysis and we teach you how to determine the ability the client might have to pay and at what level they might be able to pay, you know, I have clients that uh, pay me more and I'm working less than I might with another client. But it's because of the value 
that I've been able to demonstrate will come to them and, and how much time it's going to take me to do. So you get around it by qualifying the prospect well, listening to what they can probably afford, and then you determine if you want to take the client on or not. Here's a question from Andrew out of Australia. Richard, what is the quickest way you know to get through to the decision maker and capture corporate clients? Well, first of all, you have to determine who is your customer. The smaller a business is, say in sales from uh, a half a million to maybe five million, you're going to be able to get through directly to the owner. And uh, you're going to be able to talk to the owner either through direct mail piece or through the phone. You're going to be able to contact that. If you start to choose to work with larger corporate clients, then you're, you're going to have to get in probably at the marketing level, establish some credibility perhaps with the person in charge of marketing already, and then have them introduce you to the corporate decision making or a division head. I've worked with a $370 million company, public company, never met the CEO, worked only with a division head. So you're not going to have a very easy time contacting directly the corporate. It's going to have to be more through a network approach. Here's a question from Brett Curry from the United States. Richard, as a marketing consultant, how do you divide your time between prospecting for new clients and servicing existing clients? Right, that's a that's a classic question for consulting, and uh, I have to tell you that I just make sure I allocate 25% of my week to prospecting or client generation. I've learned that I cannot ever let that drop. If I do, then you run into the classic struggle of, oh, I'm done servicing, now I'm out of clients, and so... And I will usually use the afternoon for prospecting or a luncheon seminar or a luncheon workshop of some kind and servicing a lot more in the morning. But if you've got five days a week, 40 hours, then eight to ten hours of those need to be prospecting client generation. And the HMA system gives you plenty of uh, ways to do that. All right, here's a question from Neil Phillips of Cardiff in the United Kingdom. Richard, what plans, policies, procedures do you find the most effective to get the clients that you take on to implement the strategies that you provide them with? And what percentage do you find that actually implement the ideas that you give them? And if they don't implement them, how does that affect your back end? Well, Neil, that's where the HMA system is different from other consulting systems. That's why it works with clients, is that you are trained as the implementer. You're the one that's going to charge a fee significant enough to see that you direct the implementation. Most other consulting approaches are exactly what you described. Well, here's what you need to do, Mr. Client. Good luck, and I hope it works. And then it doesn't work, and your back end dies. And so the HMA system is unique in the marketplace because it's putting you, the consultant, as the one in charge of implementation. And that's what clients today want. They want and demand consultants that are executing and implementing, not just telling them what to do. All right, here's another question from Renee Valleys. Richard, what is the mindset or philosophy or approach you have that allows your business to thrive when other marketers struggle? Renee, the aspect of my business that allows it to thrive is its ability to break 
marketing down into bit by bit steps and pieces that are easy for you as a consultant to implement for the client. It's this ability for the system to get things done for your client that makes it thrive. And that's what's causing it to to be so uh, exciting and welcomed out there in the consulting arena is its organization, taking all of the marketing content that's out there, organizing it into step-by-step execution so that you, the consultant, can get results for your client. Here's a question from Andrew Lee of San Francisco, California. Richard, from all your marketing expertise, what is the one most significant marketing concept a businessman would need to master in order to sell his or her products or services? I'd say the number one marketing principle they have to do is communicate everything with passion. If he doesn't have the integrity and belief behind what he's doing with his business, his product, A, he probably won't be doing much marketing, so it will die. And B, the marketing that he does will not contain any passion, and customers won't feel it. They won't feel why this guy is excited to sell them something. And if the customers don't feel that passion through the marketing pieces that are going out, then they won't sell at the highest level. Here's a question from my friend Kyle in San Diego. Kyle wants to know, Richard, if you were limited to just three pillars to grow and sustain a service business, what would they be, and how would those differ from a retail business? In other words, are there three fundamentals that nearly all businesses overlook that you bring to the forefront to create lasting streams of income for your clients? Yes. The first four steps in the HMA system is what I would refer to as core modules. They are modules that every business ought to have, whether it's retail, whether it's service, whether it's professional, whether it's manufacturing, doesn't matter. They need to have, number one, a unique selling proposition. Number two, they need to be implementing and integrating that unique selling proposition into all of the current marketing and selling that they're doing. Number three, they need to have databases set up where they're capturing prospects, they're marketing to their current customers or clients, and they're reactivating past customers and clients. And then four, especially for a service business that's probably different from retail, is they want alliances and they want partnerships. They want to set up relationships with complementary services that can uh, generate new prospects for them. A retail business is usually more built around advertising and point of purchase uh, type of promotion. So those four are core steps for all businesses, especially service businesses. Okay, here's a question from David Rose in San Diego. Richard, once you are established locally, how would you expand the market for your services? How would you expand your services globally? Well, David, I I think uh, what the HMA system will allow you to do is uh, create long-distance clients. You can get a website that you create for yourself. You can uh, market that website. You can the HMA system gives you products that you have the the rights to to resell, and so you can be in the consulting business and selling products uh, on the web, 
and acquiring and servicing clients on a long-distance basis. Something that the HMA system is developing and we're working on is a website product that you could sell where business owners go through the seven steps with you as a coach and they can answer the questions right on the web and email them back to you and so you could coach a client uh, long distance through all seven steps of the HMA system. Here's a question from Andy Fields of Santa Clara, California. Richard, regardless of copyright, trademark, and other intellectual property notices, how can one develop a very marketable new concept or twist that everyone else on the Internet can't copycat, particularly within nanoseconds? Andy, the way that uh, you want to do that is individualize your product, uh, interject you, your voice, your personality, your uh, credibility, your background is the best way to avoid knockoffs and uh, nobody can become another Andy and so you create the product or the service more around you and you become involved. Uh, the other thing is you'll create the product and there might be plenty of knockoffs, for example, in the HMA system. There are other systems that have similar content, but what they don't have until they purchase the system is the steps of executing that content. And so those are hard to knock off because if you've sold it, and then you've at least been compensated for it. And then now you do run the risk of others taking that and doing something with it, but uh, you've at least been compensated for it. Here's a question from Mark Martin of the United States. Richard, I have never had stellar success at being the owner of my own small business, and I've had four. How can I go about promoting the HMA program with confidence that I'm going to be able to help someone else when I have not done it myself? Mark, your question represents probably the number one question that I get on a regular basis, and that is, how, Richard, can I go out and be successful with this system? And I'll just have to answer that as simply as I can in that that's why we created a system so that it could not rely on you. When you go down and sit in front of a prospect, you're delivering a marketing system you're not delivering you. They really don't care about you. They really don't. They really don't care what your background is. Where consultants get killed and they lose their focus is when they go in and talk about themselves. That's when the client begins to wonder who he is and what he's done and does he have credibility is because you're the one bringing it up. You're the one talking about yourself. He doesn't want to know about you. So the genius in the HMA system is shifting the focus from you to the system. And there's plenty of stories and plenty of credibility and plenty of success after 14 years in the marketplace that the system's delivered on. That's what you're selling. That's what the client wants, is he wants results. He and and. Once you're trained uh, in the system, you can deliver those results. Mark, another thing that we've done in the HMA system to make it even easier is right in the opportunity analysis that you go through with the prospect, we've integrated stories and case studies 
they're already there in in readable format that you can just go through and illustrate for your client the success that the system has had with clients. So it just makes it even easier for you. All right, here's a question from Randy Cole of Portland, Oregon. Richard, I'm a firm believer in giving to my clients when consulting with them about my services. Have you found lately that the quality of truly wanting to give to the client and see them prosper has come much more to the forefront in your business practices and that it has increased the quality and satisfaction of the transactions for both sides? I guess what I'm trying to ask, Richard, is does it seem like to you like quality, ethics, and morality and doing business nowadays has created a much better environment and thus better earnings for both sides because of the moral bar being raised as opposed to either get-rich-quick-at-any-cost attitudes? Randy, uh, I think you're, you're dead on in your perspective. I've seen it in my own consulting practice. I've seen some of my competitors who have tried to go in and they've tried to shortcut the delivery. And that's resulted in, over time, clients getting unsatisfied and results not getting documented and results not taking place. The market's tired of that. The market's uh, through with that kind of performance. They're, they're weeding those out more quickly than they have before. I've seen competition for, for my services get weeded out much more quickly than they used to because of not delivering on what they said they would deliver. And that's why I think the HMA is poised uh, to just fill a great void. And it's the void that's been left by deliveries that have not taken place and that have not done what they said they would do. And so the HMA system is all built around results. It's all built around integrity. It's all built around uh, uh, the consultant saying, I will do this and we will get this done. And this is how I'm going to do it. And, and yeah, because results take place, the fees go up. The value goes up. Prosperity for the client goes up. And when prosperity for the client goes up, then you're welcomed to more prosperity as the consultant. Hi, Richard. Here's my question. Because certain words and how you say them can make all the difference, what wording can we use during the first phone call with a potential prospect to really nail down whether they are truly a prospect or not while getting them interested and motivated to take the next step forward with a face-to-face meeting or a longer phone interview? Thanks. Vince Kernigan. Well, Vince, We've got the phone approaches that are documented in the HMA system, and we've been using them 14, 15 years in the process of acquiring new prospects. Uh, Vince, here's an example of what we've been saying. Hello, Mr. is Mr. Brown in? Mr. Brown, this is Richard. We have a marketing approach to grow your business 25 to 100% or more without spending more money on advertising. Could we take 15 minutes to tell you a little bit more about it? Is that something you'd be interested in? It's very short. It's to the point. It's a hook. And the purpose of the hook is to buy 15, 20 more minutes. And so then you go in for a a face-to-face 15 minutes, and it's in that 15 minutes that we're going to take you through some more qualifying questions. You got to find out if the guy has interest. You got to find out if he has a need. You got to find out if he can afford you. And then we're going to get permission to go into the opportunity analysis. And so 
all of that wording and all of that scripting has been packaged and put together in the HMA system for you. Here's a question from Rizwan. Richard, suppose you are not a marketing person, but an accountant with no formal credentials or experience in marketing. How do you convince your first consulting client that he should try out your services? Rizwan, we've taken care of that. Uh, again, your question is, is probably one of the most frequently asked questions, and that is, if I don't feel real confident in a marketing background, how do I convince my client to give me a try? And so we've solved the problem in two ways. One is we've given you and delivered to you a marketing system that if you will go through and be trained in, you can deliver the words and deliver the, the need and the results that your client is interested in that would convince them to go ahead and give you a try. What I would do and what I did early on is I knew that I might have lacked some credibility and so I took on a client or two without any fees and I just worked the system and got results and then I started getting more confident in charging the fees and so if you want to start out that way that's fine I don't think you need to one of the things we've tried to do in the system is is you've got 15 years of credibility you could start charging fees right away but if you've got some income from some other sources for a little while, then then do a couple of steps of the system at no charge. Okay, Richard, here's our final question. It's from Ken Ellsworth of Vancouver. What's the difference, and why are you any better than the other marketing consultants in training out there, such as Y2 Marketing, Jay Abraham, Topline, Quantum, and any of the others? Ken, the difference in the HMA system from any of the others out there is its ability to get things done for the client. I've studied these others. I know my competition, and I know what they've delivered. And I can give you an example. Uh, Jay Abraham has delivered. Jay has gotten results. He's a multimillionaire. However, what he didn't do is break it down for someone like you and me into a system of execution. He knew how to execute, but he hadn't been able to teach it or break it down to others like we've done. And that's a key difference. Now, some of the other competitors, they're very, very good at their content, but so is the HMA. So the HMA content is the same or better than anyone else. But what the HMA system has done is break it down into a organized, step-by-step, -step, systematic plan for execution so that you as a consultant can learn it and be taught it and the client can get the results that he wants. Many of the competition, they'll spout off what they'll do, but then the results don't take place. And so... We've just been creating results for 15 years, and that's a pretty good differentiation. We've covered a lot of questions in this recording. I hope it's been beneficial for you. If you'd like any information, additional information, on how to get going as an HMA marketing consultant, please call me at 858 274 7851 or email me at michael at hard to find seminars 
dot com. That's Michael at hard H A R D two T O find F I N D seminars S E M I N A R S dot com. Look forward to speaking with you.